Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back here at SEC Media Days. Chris Gordy, and always fun to catch up with our buddy Mark Passwaters from AggieYell.com to talk some Aggies. The A&M will be in the house. What's going on, man? Just enjoying the moment. It's always fun to be here. <laughs> it is. It always is the signal of basically the, the start of college football. What expectations for the Aggies this year? I mean, we know the schedule is absolutely brutal, but year two of Jimbo Fisher kind of took a step forward last year. You guys got my LSU Tigers finally. What are the expectations for this season? I think they'll be better, but with like you said, with that schedule, is that going to mean any improvement in terms of record? That's the real question. I mean, you take a look at on the road at Clemson. you got Alabama. You're at Georgia and at LSU to close the season. You know, there you go. That's one, two, three, four in the country in many polls. Uh, that's not exactly pleasant. You know, I think they're a good football team. It, it, the idea for this year, I think, is to continue to improve. If you can get a win out of one of those th- four, you know, be it LSU, be it Georgia, whoever, uh, you know, you go nine and three, that's a, a an outright success, and it, it sets you up very nicely for 2020, and I think that's the year where people need to really watch out for them. The offense, they bring back a lot. We know they lose Travion Williams in the backfield, but the receiving core basically almost all intact. Courtney Davis really came on last year. Jamon Ospin, it's he's been around a while. You're still waiting for that light bulb to go off and, and show he can be a star. Cameron Buckley, Kendrick Rogers, and, of course, Kellen Mond, the leader, they should be, the passing game should be really good again. Oh, yeah, I think it'll be better because you're taking a look at a guy in Mond who's now got 30 career starts. But more importantly, he's in his second year in Jimbo's offense. And he had gone from one offensive coordinator to another to another. I mean, you know, you take a look at it. He went from Sumlin's, Kevin Sumlin's system as a true freshman to Jimbo's. I mean, that's night and day. And, you know, Jimbo's is a very complex pro-style system going from – you know, wide open, almost run and shoot with someone. Uh, you know, it's 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 a very big step to take. I thought he did well, and you could see the progression as the season went on. If he's really comfortable in that offense, he's like you said, got a lot of weapons. And one that you didn't even mention is Baylor Cup. He's a true freshman from Brock. This kid is six foot seven. He runs like a deer. I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, people are like, well, how do you replace Jay Sternberger? Well, last year I took a lot of crap because when it came to making our picks for the preseason SEC, I put Sternberger on the first team. People are like, you've never seen him. <laughs> I saw enough in spring practice. Right. Guess what? I've seen enough in spring practice. This kid has the potential to be extremely good, and we already know what they have across the board with the four that you mentioned. But they've also got some kids that are coming in. Uh, Dylan Wright is a true freshman. This kid looks like he could be special as well. So, you know, they've got more depth. I think they could be more explosive. I think they will try to take the top off more because they're going to be more comfortable. you got more experienced receivers, and obviously Mon should be better taking that, that extra year. Travion had 
one of the best years in a, in a while for an A&M running back, it felt like. Who do they go to now? Is it Deshaun Corbin? Who's the guy in the backfield this year? Oh, it's Corbin. Corbin is guy one. If things work out the way they should, if you take a look at Jimbo's history, he's going to get two-thirds to 70% of the carries. That's just how it is. And last year he performed well in the opportunities that he had behind Travion. And that wasn't just a good year. That was the best single season ever by an Aggie running back. He was fantastic. You know, I think that Corbin is a guy, he may not get to 1,750 yards like Travion did, but I think that he's a guy who could be a bigger home run threat. He may be, he may have fewer yards per carry, but when he hits it, he's going to hit it big. Uh, the real question is who's going to pack him up? Uh, you know, Bernie Jackson was a guy who looked like he was going to come on, real big guy. Uh, he got hurt in the spring, and his career is still in question. <laughs> Uh, Derek Spiller, I think, one of the local guys, is the, the kid to watch out for. It's probably either going to be him or generic Prince or Manville or maybe uh, Jacob Cabote can get back in the mix after doing a little bit two years ago. Yeah. Talking with uh, Mark Passwaters, AggieL.com is the website. It feels like every year Aggies have a guy on the defensive line who's studly. They got another one again this year. Help me with the pronunciation. Mata Matabuki? <laughs> Justin Matabike. Matabike. Okay. Yes. Uh, I, and I think you can just translate that to beast. Yeah. He is really something. Uh, you know, you take a look at the numbers that the the interior linemen put up last year, and everybody's like, Dalen Mack had a great year. Dalen Mack did have a great year. Kingsley Kiki had a great year. Kingsley Kiki did have a great year. Justin Matabike had better numbers, <laughs> you know, truth be told, than all of them. Uh, you know, I think he had 40 tackles, but 10 tackles for loss, five and a half sacks. And this is where, you know, they were doubling him, turning Dalen Mack loose. <laughs> that, that, that's the way it got at points in the season. I think that he is going to have a tremendous year. He has progressed a great amount year over year over year. And now here we are in what could be his final season, depending on what he wants to do. And he's, he's not only the only returning starter, but he's the real centerpiece to that defensive front center. A&M always feel like we're always asking, what's the secondary look like? I always feel like every year it's like, well, if they could just find some guys in that secondary, does it feel like that again? Well, for a change, it's what do you got in the secondary? And you'll go, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it actually looks pretty good. Uh, there, there, there will be some turnover. Obviously, Donovan Wilson's gone. Leon O'Neal, another Houston area guy, he's going to step in. Uh, he did a great job. Obviously, in the bowl game, I think that he's going to have a, a, a good season, start off to a very productive career. Uh, the other safety position should be Derek Tucker's because he's a junior. I'm not so sure that he's going to start. They, they're bringing in two guys, Damani Richardson and Brian Williams. Both were top 100 guys in the country. Both are extremely good. It depends on what you want to do. Williams probably is the best pass defensive defending safety in the 2019 class. Richardson's a truck. He just hurts people. Uh, you know, when, when guys commit, you take a look at their film and you look at these things and, oh, my goodness, he looks like he's launched out of a cannon. <laughs> uh, it, it's very, very impressive to watch. At corner, they could start the same two guys in Miles Jones and Debian Renfro. I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, they have a Juco by the name of Elijah Blake uh, who came in. He was the top-rated uh, Juco corner in the country. He runs in the low four threes. They've got real high expectations for him. I think he's going to get one of those two starting jobs. And, shoot, Eric 
Eric Young is a five-star out of Fort Bend Bush. You know, he could he could easily take the other job. So there's there's a lot of competition, and that's what they sorely lacked last year because when they had a situation at safety or a corner, they really didn't have a whole lot to go to. Right. Uh, yeah, it always feels like it, it's a question mark for, for the Aggies. Um, Braden Mann is coming here as part of SEC Media Days, and I always say it's maybe your team isn't as good as you want it to be when the punter is one of your best players, but it always feels like A&M's always got a really good punter, and again, feels like this kid's one of the best in the country. He had the single best season of all time last year. <laughs> Not just for A&M, for anybody. This kid is amazing. You're, you'll see him tomorrow, Chris. He's going to walk in, and you're going to be like, I'm sorry, you're in the wrong place. The food court's <laughs> down there. And, you know, you got to sit there and blink a couple of times because this kid kicks the ball 60 yards routinely. <laughs> I mean, it, it's crazy. It, uh, a couple of years ago, A&M brought Drew Kayser and took a lot of flack for it. Drew Kayser was the best kept punter in the country. Yeah. But they, they still took flack for it. But the margin between Kayser and the other punters in the country was, you know, it, th- there was a little bit. Man is so much better than any other punter. He absolutely deserves to be here, and not just because he's a, a sideshow, because he deserves to be among the elite, among the SEC specs, because he is. And that, that's that's crazy to say, and I'm sure that we'll get the, oh, A&M brought a punter stories tomorrow. Take a look at the kid. Yeah. You know, he is a weapon. It's not just, oh, A&M has to punt a lot. No, this kid flips the field like you wouldn't believe, and that makes him a tremendous asset, and I think that he absolutely deserves to be here. And if Jimbo Fisher has any say, hopefully he's not punting very much next year <laughs> uh, if they're scoring a lot of points. Uh, Mark Passwaters, AggieL.com. I just saw you put up a post on the website on why you hate recruiting, and Vernon Broughton is, is a big kid in the state of Texas, and uh, picking the University of Texas. Expound on this. Why do you hate recruiting so much? Oh, it's just the, it's just the <laughs> circus of it all. I mean, it doesn't have to do particularly with a single player. Yeah. It's just the it, – it, it's kind of, a, you know, a, a vicious circle. You know, the, the player is wanted. And with social media, everybody lets him know that he is, oh, so wanted. And that makes him think, oh, okay, great. Well, then, you know, I'm getting attention. This is nice. This is fun. So what can I do to get more attention? And they'll try to find a way to get more attention. And then they will get the more attention, and it just continues on and on. And if you're sitting there and you're in a position like, you know, folks in my line of work, you know, you you write what you're told. Well, what's to say that it's not going to change in a day or this is not just a big setup (laughs) for something else because, hey, this school's fan base now is all fired up, and boy, are they really going to come after him when, uh, you know, he commits somewhere else. But what's the, what's the old saying? There's no such thing as bad publicity. Right. You know, and, and that's the thing. I mean, it has nothing to do with a singular player. It's just this, you know, this repetition. It's, it's kind of destructive, in my opinion. You know, it, it, it feeds the ego. When kids are releasing, here's my top 12 schools. I'm like, top 12? It's on top top fifteen this morning, <laughs> and it, it's it's just like you know you can sit there just go down a list and like okay yeah you're good you're good you're good you know who knows if those schools even have a serious interest in it or if he has a serious interest in those schools right but those fans are going to be like hey man you know come on over here and here come the graphics and here come the you know here comes the love or here comes the hate you know whatever the case may be but still it's blowing up their Twitter feed it's blowing up their Instagram 
And, you know, I, that's great for these kids as their juniors and their seniors. What happens once they get on campus and somebody's like, you just screwed that up. Go run. Right. You know, <laughs> it, you know, you they ain't going to send you a, an Instagram post. Right, exactly. And, and I think that it, it kind of sets false expectations, both for the fan base and for the player. But I don't know what you do about it. I mean, it's not like we can't stop covering it. They're not going to stop putting things on Facebook or Twitter. You know, so what? What? what what's to be done? <laughs> he is Mark Passwater's AggieYell.com. The uh, Aggies will be here in town. I'm sure you will have full coverage with everything everybody needs regarding the Aggies. I sure hope so. That's why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Passwater is always fun to catch up. Coming to you from SEC Media Days. A quick break. We'll come back more after this. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.